Good morning. We continue this morning in the book of Acts. We're in chapter 21. Um, Paul is gone, uh, does a detailed uh, discussion on his trips through Asia Minor as he return, begins to return home. Um, and I don't know if you remember when you were a kid in Sunday school or not. Some people did this, some people didn't. Tra um, tracking Paul's adventures through the, we had to, we did a big map and we had to trace the missionary journeys of Paul, the three of them. Um, and this is one of those chapters you read to, tra to trace where Paul went and what his adventures were like. Um, and so he's just arrived in, in uh, Caesarea and this is what happens. The next day we left and came to Caesarea. We went to the house of Philip the evangelist, one of the seven, and stayed with him. Now remember one of the seven were the seven people who were picked to spread the word of the gospel at the beginning. He had four unmarried daughters who were involved in the work of prophecy. After staying there for several days, a prophet named Agabus came down from Judea. He came to us, took Paul's belt, tied his own hands and feet, and said, This is what the Lord says. In Jerusalem, the Jews will bind the man who owns this belt, and they will hand him over to the Gentiles. When we heard this, we and the local believers urged Paul not to go up to Jerusalem. Paul replied, why are you doing this? Why are you weeping and breaking my heart? I'm ready not only to be arrested, but even to die in Jerusalem for the sake of the name of the Lord Jesus. Since we couldn't talk him out of it, the only thing we could say was, the Lord's will be done. Paul knew that when he went back to Jerusalem, that was, this was the end. This is a really common story, way for Luke to, to frame this story. So Luke is saying, essentially, that in order to follow Jesus, we have to do the things that Jesus did. And he's showing that literally in the life of Paul. So Paul um, echoes all of the events of Jesus's life. It's not the same. It's not the same degree that it was in Jesus's life, but Paul's events echo them. It's, it's, they're similar. They don't have quite the God power. They're not um, laden with all of the imagery and, echo and uh, things that say Jesus is the Son of God. This is clearly an echo. It's clearly a lesser version of Jesus's life story, but it's meant to be familiar. It's meant to remind us of the same journey that Jesus took. Now this prophet, Agabus, comes and he does what's called a sign act. Prophets throughout the Old Testament, especially, and, and still today, did what was called a sign act. Essentially, they acted out their prophecy. So we see pictures of like Ezekiel walking around with um, oxen uh, yoke strapped to his back and talking about oppression, that, you know. Um, the oppression will come just like this oxen thing that's strapped to me. You're going to feel the same way. It's it's the same idea here for Paul. The prophet literally enacts what he's saying in order to bring impact to it. And so Paul's friends get upset because they start to realize that this, this is real. Paul's going to leave us just like Jesus left us. And Paul's response is similar to Jesus's response. Why are you weeping? Why are you weeping for me? If you trust God, if you believe that God is in control, if you have faith in God to look out for what's best for you, you can face any suffering. 
you can face the suffering. Now that doesn't mean suffering won't hurt or that it won't be a difficult experience or that the suffering that we encounter doesn't cause us real emotional hurt and pain. What it does mean is that we can survive it. We can get to the other side because we are rooted in the faith that we've received. We've met God before in these moments. And so we know God is going to see us through. And if you're a Christian, you believe that that means that God's going to see you through even when you die. So even when you come to the point of ultimate suffering, as Paul is about to, God walks with you through that. So we can face it. We can face whatever suffering comes because we've been empowered by the Holy Spirit. We can tap into that reserve of strength and courage. God bless.